0: Welcome to ninety five mac daily for monday september twenty fifth twenty twenty three I'm your host chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by Waterminder. Leading off today, we talked a couple weeks ago about Apple executives having to testify as part of the United States Department of Justice's lawsuit against Google looking to find out whether or not Google abuses its power in the search engine industry. One of those testimonies have now occurred with Apple's Senior Vice President of Machine Learning and AI Strategy, John Gianandrea, taking the stand on Friday. As reported by Bloomberg, Gianandrea pointed out during his testimony that iOS 17 added a new setting that allows users to choose two different default search engines on their device. One of those settings is for normal Safari browsing while the second, new option, is specifically for private browsing. Google is still the default for both of those settings, with the difference being that you now have the layer of granular control to set differences for both of those Safari browsing modes. The feature largely flew under the radar during iOS 17 beta testing this summer, but now that iOS 17 is available to the general public, Apple seems to think this new setting option is a key aspect of its deal with Google. Apple is not a named party in the Google lawsuit with the Department of Justice, but its multi-billion dollar default search engine deal with Google is one of the key aspects of the trial. As we've covered in the past, Google pays Apple billions of dollars every year to retain its status as the default search engine on iPhone, iPad, Mac, and for Siri request. The DOJ believes that this deal could play a key role in examining whether or not Google actually abuses its power for search engine industries. Apple's Eddie Cue and Adrian Parejka are also set to testify as part of the case, but there's no timeline on when those two will take the stand. In other news today, following the iPhone 15's release on Friday, the first battery test results are coming in. Apple touted the efficiency of the 3 nanometer A17 Pro chip inside the iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max, so these results have been eagerly anticipated. This test, which was published on YouTube by Mr. Who's the Boss, attempts to simulate a realistic daily usage pattern, doing things like cycling through activities including watching TikTok, Zoom video calls, recording in the camera app, and playing games. In this test, the phone screen stays on the entire time until the battery is depleted and it turns off. The previous title holder was the iPhone 13 Pro Max, as battery life dipped a little bit with the 14 series. In this video, the iPhone 15 models all respectively beat out their previous generation counterparts. Of the newest generation phones, the iPhone 15 Pro died first, clocking in at 9 hours and 20 minutes of battery life. The base model iPhone 15 died next, coming in at just under 10 hours of runtime. The 15 Pro Max came in at around 11 hours and 41 minutes, but it was the iPhone 15 Plus that beat the entire lineup with a staggering 13 hours and 19 minutes over an hour and a half longer than the 15 Pro Max. You can check out the full video at the link in the show notes below, with more details on how these numbers compare to iPhone models dating back to the iPhone 13 series. We are sponsored this week by Waterminder from Fun Media. Waterminder is the most advanced water tracking application for iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, and the Mac. We've talked about Waterminder quite a few times on this show, so you probably know that it lets you easily log how much you drink and when you drink every single day with quick access via your watch or home screen widgets. But what I want to tell you about this time is how much more powerful Waterminder now is thanks to the improvements in iOS 17 and watchOS 10. With interactive widgets, you can now log your favorite drinks right from your iPhone's home screen without opening the Waterminder app itself. And on the Apple Watch, the Waterminder app has been redesigned from the ground up for an entirely new interface and experience. There are gorgeous gradients, new animations, new data, and so much more. And of course, Waterminder also supports standby mode on iOS 17. Learn more and get started with Waterminder at the link in the show notes below. And make sure you're staying hydrated during your busy day. Running out today, the iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max feature an all new chassis design made out of what Apple says is grade 5 titanium. Two videos on YouTube posted over the weekend raise early concerns about the durability of this new design, particularly as related to the new curved edges and that titanium chassis. Jerry Rieck Everything posted his annual durability test with the iPhone 15 Pro lineup and he has some concerns. To test the iPhone 15 Pro Max's durability, the video puts the device through scratch testing, heating testing, sandpaper, and more. As expected, the titanium does scratch when you take a knife to it, but the matte glass back is far more scratch resistant. The display also fares quite well during the scratch testing, as do the three camera covers on the back, but things get more interesting when it comes to the overall structural integrity of the iPhone 15 Pro Max. In an attempt to test whether the new blended aluminum titanium design compromises the integrity of the 15 Pro Max, Jerry Rig Everything puts slight pressure on either side of the device, and within just a few seconds, there's a snap sound and the back glass has completely shattered. This is different than previous years' testing of durability done by Jerry Rig Everything. In past years, iPhones generally have not broken at all during this test, and not only did the 15 Pro Max snap, but it also snapped abnormally quickly. Internally, the iPhone 15 Pro Max survives this test, with the screen and frame of the device both unscathed. It's just the back glass that succumbs to the pressure. In the video, it's speculated that this could be due to the titanium having five times the amount of tensile strength as aluminum, meaning that the lack of flex in the titanium could lead to the back glass not being able to withstand that amount of pressure and flex. On the brighter side, Apple has made it easier and cheaper to replace the iPhone 15 Pro's back glass this year. You can check out Jerry Rig Everything's full video at the link in the show notes below. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on Twitter, Mastodon, or Threads at Chance H. Miller. And we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.